You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I am Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And we're going to start off today with an unusual story, but it's something that everybody needs to be aware of because I think you got to watch out what you put online, what you post, what you say to people, what, what you do. There was a couple that apparently were friends of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and they had them, they had her officiate their wedding ceremony. And this was, I think, uh, back in August. So she posted pictures from the wedding and this and that. And all of a sudden, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, these people decided to come smashing them, saying, you killed her because you had to have your wedding officiated by her. It's your fault. We're going to, you know, we're going to, there's going to be, there's going to be a, Something you're going to have to pay for this. Some pledge to take them to account for their misdeeds. They're blaming these people for having her officiate their wedding. Now, this tells me one of two things. One, they asked her. She said yes. I doubt there was any coercement there. But the fact that they did this and they're holding them accountable for her death, even though they had nothing to do with it. She had pancreatic cancer. She was 87 years old. It's not like she was a 20-year-old who got hit by a a, a stray arrow oh, at some us. kind of, yeah, or or a, a wedding limo. <laughs> and that says something else. Do they think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not of sound mind to make a decision to do this? Are they blaming her for this? Hey, you know. You know, I was like, you know, either way you look at this, it's, it's going to be bad. So be aware of what you do. These are people who had no... Well, Issues. They're probably liberals anyway. I heard that the, <clears throat> the, the Democrat Party is not accepting the results of her death. So I don't know what I that it means. was. COVID, right? But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, they're going to reverse that that decision. <laughs> but this is, I mean, just so you could go and do something that you think is perfectly innocent, and people will start bashing you on social media, start making threats to you. So this is the kind of thing you have to watch out for. This is the kind of thing you have to be aware of. You post something on social media, all of a sudden you could become a target. And yeah, you don't necessarily want to be. You could be have the best of intentions, and people can twist what you do around and make you into a target. Suddenly your family, your household, your friends, yourself are in danger of being persecuted by these crazy, idiotic liberals. Look, don't... Don't let don't let your quest for likes and clicks uh, just glue you to social media because then you're going to start posting things like Roger said. You might come to regret because there are some crazy people out yeah, there. But like I say, this shouldn't be a regrettable incident. This these this couple had her officiate their wedding, and they had pictures of her with a mask mm-hmm. on at the wedding. But they still think, "Oh my God, you killed Ruth Bader Ginsburg." Well, okay. Don't ever underestimate the Democrats and the left's ability or willingness to throw their own under 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 a bus, bus so a train, a subway. Be- because the wedding that she officiated, they weren't conservatives. No, they weren't Republican people. They were Democrat voters. But now they're being accused of killing Ruth. Look, Ruth is a smart lady. So now, am I supposed to believe that the Democrat Party is telling me that Ruth was a stupid lady? That she, she wasn't she smart couldn't make enough a decision. to make her own decision? She was, this is, she was not of sound mind at the time? Right. So they what was she doing she was serving like on the court? Exactly. Exactly. If she wasn't uh, smart enough to make a decision that she made to go officiate this wedding, then 
how could she be sitting on the court, which they wanted her, they would still put her on that court if they could prop her up. Uh, that's terrible. I shouldn't say that. Bad host. Bad host. Ruth. Uh, oh, Ruth Justice, Bader Ginsburg. Justice, Justice Ginsburg. Justice Ginsburg. Yeah. Ruthie. <laughs> well. No, we don't, uh, don't want to be disrespectful. That, but I wouldn't. Look, I, I didn't you know, know her that well. You know, last week on my show, I talked about um, she truly was remarkable. Oh, yeah. And her accomplishments were remarkable. I mean, Justice Ginsburg. And that's what Trump should, said when he uh, first found yeah. out about her death. He did. He really did. He she did. She was a remarkable yeah. woman. She, read, she yeah. led a remarkable life. He yeah. never had anything disparaging and, to say about her. Right. And Justice Ginsburg, yes, she she was an activist and, and, and made some activist decisions. But if you look at some of her other writings and some of the things that she says, she really did – speak highly of the Constitution. Right. She didn't want to change it. She didn't want to do anything in and around, but except through some activist decisions, but but she did accomplish a lot. Right. She should be, she and we should, should be we, hailed. As, we, should be, we should pay respect to her, and absolutely. I appreciate that. But, absolutely. But know that if you're on the wrong side of something with some of these people, yeah. they will, <laughs> they don't they care will what threaten you, you yeah. literally threaten you, you for, for having her officiate a wedding. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong uh, with you, that? I'll give you another example. <clears throat> you can be a Democrat all your life. And you could have voted all your life up to this point for Democrats. But now because you see the results of a businessman, you, you, you're not switching parties, but you're supporting Trump. They will come after you with a vengeance. Uh, it doesn't matter that you've got a history of being a Democrat. The fact that you will actually make your own decision, that's not allowed. In today's Democrat party. And especially with protesting and rioting and all the stuff going on now, you have to be extremely careful. If you irritate a neighbor, you could all of a sudden start a feud in your own neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, here come the McCoys. So it's like, you know, you have to be extremely prepared for this kind of thing. This is not the kind of thing you used to have to worry about. Before, you know, before you you uh, had a disagreement with a neighbor, you gave each other the one-finger salute here and again, and that was it. That was the end of it. Now there's people yeah. willing to burn your house down because you yeah. disagree with them politically. You had a problem with a yard Nazi. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, you just, you know, you dealt with it on a more adult level. But now you have to be prepared for possible violence against your household because you hold a certain political opinion. Yep. Now we're going to go to a Darwin story. A Darwin Award here. I love Darwin stories. Yes, there was a Denver Police Department. Okay. They responded to a report of a possible armed man near a high school in the Lincoln Park neighborhood. Upon the police arrival, the man allegedly pointed what appeared to be a real handgun at them, causing them to fire. They later learned the man was armed with a realistic-looking BB gun. Hmm. Okay, now I don't care who you are. You know, someone points a gun at you, whether it's a BB gun, a real gun, a, a Nerf gun, I mean, painted all black to look dangerous. I mean, you know, within reason, a cop has to make a decision instantly. And apparently this was a very realistic version of the gun. I'm sure it did not have the orange tip on it. Well, they probably took it off. Uh, maybe, yeah, or paint it, it over it, it just to make it look real. You know, there are people in New York who can't have guns, so they'll take a toy gun and make it look real so they can scare a criminal. That's right, and sometimes that's all it takes. I mean, it and, would suck if they had a real gun, too, and they started shooting, well, right. and all you have is a BB gun. <laughs> yeah. But, you Usually know. all it takes is a show, but uh, but you're right, Roger. But if you're in a situation and you point a gun at a cop... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's suicide what do you think by cop. Is happen? Yeah, they're not going to just stand there and go, "Oh wait, is that real? Is that a real gun? <laughs> yeah. Can you can you shoot over here just to show me yeah. if it's real?" Hey, no. if I'm in a store somewhere, a shopping mall, and you point a gun to me, 
I might give you a little more leeway, but I'm going to get in the position to get ready to shoot you That's with right. a real gun. Yeah, whether yours is real or not. Whether yours is real or not. So this is just crazy. And it's funny because they identified themselves as police, commanded him to drop the weapon. Instead of dropping the weapon, he turned around to face them and walked toward them with the gun still in hand. Yay. Yeah. They continued to give commands until he raised the gun at officers, and that moved the Denver officers to, re- to fire upon him. And then they rendered aid to him, but he was dead on the dead on the scene. DRT. And they, and they located a realistic replica of a Glock handgun at the scene to be the one carried by this guy. So now they realize, you know, it was an airsoft gun, but they, at the time they thought it was real because if you've seen airsoft guns, they're designed to look exactly as the originals. That's how they're designed to look. And I don't care if it's I don't care if you you don't point your phone at a police officer if he says drop it. You can't necessarily tell what you've got in your hand. Absolutely. You know, you start acting in a threatening manner with something in your hand, you're going to present yourself as a target. Yep. And they're going to have to neutralize you one way or another. So, you know, if you want to commit suicide by cop, this is one way to do it. Point something at a cop and (laughs) claim you're going to shoot them. Yeah, that's just stupidity. Now, this guy, I think, was a white guy, so there may not be any BLM uh, love for this guy. you won't hear about it. Yeah. If it's a white guy that got shot, that's okay. I mean, yeah. that's, that's just that's the rules of today's. Now, unfortunately, both officers have been placed on paid administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. I don't know what the investigation is going to tell them. He pointed what looked like a gun at me, you know, threatened to shoot me, right. so I shot yeah, him first. But it's standard procedure, and no buildings getting burnt down, no businesses being looted, no police right. departments being burnt. Yeah, they're gonna, the wheels of justice will turn. Yeah, it's just it's not. I mean, this is but this is the kind of thing you want to avoid. Don't point anything at an officer if you want to live to if, see another day. If you want to uh, breathe that good, good, awesome air, then uh, <laughs> don't point a weapon at a cop. Yeah, that's that should be – I mean, unless he's wrestling with somebody on the ground and you're trying to get the right. guy who's trying to beat him up, I would avoid that situation. Right. Now, as, as a lot of you are probably following, there's a fellow named Kyle Rittenhouse. He was assaulted – by three people, ended up killing two of them, maiming one of them. After they came after him, as he was running away from the scene of a shooting where the guy threatened to, to kill him, he was running away from the scene, and then they knocked him down. Some guy tried to bash his head in with a skateboard. He shot and killed that guy. And another guy came up to him, pointing a gun at his head. He fired a shot at him, blowing off most of his arm. Hmm. And it's odd that all three of the people he shot were convicted felons. One was a convicted child abuser, molester. Mm. One was a uh, convicted domestic abuser, so he liked to beat up women, girlfriends, mothers, whatever. He beat up, beat up people. So he was a. And the last guy was a convicted felon for several things, and he's in possession of a handgun, which is a violation of any kind of parole or any kind of right liberties there and he was pointing it at somebody and he got his arm blown off so but now facebook is declaring this guy a mass murderer and they won't allow any posts to support him Hmm. now i've seen there's a video out there his lawyer has put together a video with new footage they've got from Mm -hmm. various you know right now you can't do go anywhere without getting video recorded right no doubt about People it. People need to remember that. That's right. Don't do anything you would. Don't do anything you wouldn't want everybody to see because yeah, everybody's you know, going to see it. If you don't want everybody to see it, then uh, yeah, then you don't gotta, do it. You have to assume, no matter where you are, there's a good chance you're going to somebody's be on watching you. Video. So do the right thing. 
That's actually a good, you know, do the right thing because somebody's watching. Yeah. You, but you should do the right thing whether somebody's watching or not. Or not, yeah. That's basically the definition of integrity. Well, the integrity, yeah. I was going to say the definition of integrity, character is <clears throat> doing the right thing, the right thing. When, no one's when, no one's, when no one's there to see. So they're designating him as a mass murderer, so they're not allowing any support. Yeah. Big you know, tech. I started looking, going, you know, I wonder what other guys are out there. What what uh, do they l- allow support of? There's this serial rapist. Hmm. What's his name? Blake. Anton Blake. Mm, yeah. Who they torch cities in his name, even though he was a serial rapist and s- serial abuser. He had served time in prison for a rape, went back to his victim's house raped her again, stole her keys, stole her credit card, started using the credit cards immediately, Yep. and stole her car, and yet he's a hero. Well, you see, he was a Biden voter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and NFL players had his name on their helmet, so and they, they support. And then I thought about it, and I go, well, the NFL must support serial rapists. That must be the kind of thing they stand for, rapists, abusers, maybe, you know, because they, they have so uh, many in their midst. They figure, well, let's stand up and support the guys who we like to be like. Maybe they think thuggery is cool, and that's, uh, I, you know. It's, Whether it's illegal or not, it doesn't matter. Right. It, as long as it's not, cool. Not to them, as long as it's cool. Uh, it's it's ridiculous um, what mm. they're, you know, there used to be a Me Too movement. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when the Democrats pretended to be against womanizers, and they pretended to hate all women uh, are supposed to be men, believed, and all women are supposed to be believed, and uh, all men who abuse women should be, well, castigated. <laughs> well, just so you know, but, if you want to support yeah. Cal Rittenhouse, fightback.law yeah, fight has back. a site where you can donate to his legal cause mm-hmm. and support him. Because if you watch this 11 minute video they put out on him, he was being assaulted, he was being run down, he was being chased. He never was the aggressor. Yeah. In fact, he was running towards police yeah. to surrender himself to the police, and the police just kind of rolled on by and weren't well, interested was, in. <laughs> he was actually running towards the police to, so he wouldn't have to face the people chasing right. him to avoid. And the guy, yeah, he was trying to avoid conflict. All right, we're going to be right back after a few messages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And that other voice you hear chiming in, just in case you don't recognize him, he's one of the most famous people here at America's Web Radio, Victor Armendariz from the On Point uh, with Victor show. I don't know about famous, but hey. Infamous. Know. Infamous. <laughs> Notorious. <laughs> Notorious. Notorious Victor. <laughs> Notorious B-I-C. <laughs> That's right. In the house. But here we go. Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, if you want to donate to his cause, fight. Fightback.law, I I think this is actually going to be a support of gun laws in general and the ability for self-defense. Because if, if you watch what happened, there was no way anything else could have happened without this kid being killed. Right. Somebody was out. I mean, they had a they, chasing him down with a handgun, pointing at his head just as he turned and shot the guy in the arm. They weren't chasing him to shake his hand. No. And they weren't chasing him to have a dialogue or a debate. Uh, when they caught him, the first guy swung... 
had his head with a skateboard. Yeah, tried to bash uh, his brains and, in. And then the other guy brought up, brought up the gun. You know, that guy with the gun first put his hands up and acted like he was retreating. Then he pointed yep. the gun, and that's when Kyle blew his arm off. Yep. So that was that's a clear cut uh, a clear, case of self defense. Self defense. And, and the I, kid, any of you back up the video, the kid was there to help people. Like he had a first oh yeah. aid kit. He was in. The, he, he was is EMT there. trained. Exactly. He was there to help. He was there to put out a fire. He was there to protect a business when they started coming to him. He didn't go after them to to have an argument. They came to him. Right. And and that's now, as much as I admire the fact that he was there to help, he was there to get things done. It's unfortunate that this happened to him and he was put in this situation. In my opinion, you know, as much as I would like to help, as much as I would like to defend businesses, whether they're mine or not, especially if they're mine, but if they're not, you put yourself in a precarious situation of potentially having to do harm to somebody in the name of somebody else's business. And it's well, a matter of, do I you mean, do this? I mean, is does no good deed go unpunished? The sad thing is... <clears throat> I think this is going to discourage people when what he would Kyle what he was doing it wasn't just about protecting somebody else's business or being paid to protect a business like as any security He guard. wasn't being paid. He was, no, I'm just saying there are people look there's a guy that got shot in um, the other city where they did this uh, black <laughs> black retired officer who was paid to secure a business and they shot him. Yeah. Um and killed him. But because uh, not all Black Lives Matter, you, just you some of them. <laughs> exactly, you don't see his name on anybody's jersey. Um, but my point is, you got a guy who's de- who clearly defended himself because, yeah, maybe he wanted to help protect a business, but maybe he just wanted to stand up for his own rights. No, the police weren't doing anything. The police right, the police could not help. Down. And so, are you going to stand by and allow looters to come to your neighborhood and start burning down? So at That's, some point. There may be a time when you have to just right. You have to make that decision, decision. and it's going to be a tough decision to make because the law is not on your side anymore. Whether you are completely (laughs) correct, you are on the side of the law. The DAs may decide, oh, they don't like your politics, and they may decide to prosecute you anyway, despite the fact that you did everything by the legal book. You had a put it to you this way: Kyle has a Second Amendment right to defend himself, and he got arrested. Right. The guy who pointed a gun at him and threatened his life, who is a felon with a gun, a known convicted felon with a gun, has yet to be arrested. Yet to be charged with anything. Yet Absolutely to be right. Even though he so, started this whole thing yeah. by chasing him down. Right. So the, the the guy with the constitutional right has been arrested. And the guy who is a felon, who's just breaking, I mean, there's felonies everywhere. Right. Has yet to be charged. Right. It's it's just it's because of political Keep movement. this in mind though. The law even though you may have the law on your side, the law where you are may not back you up. Yeah. They may not come to your protection. They may not be fair. Fairness fairness and equality under the law has seemed to have slipped away from many of these cities where the rioting, the burning, looting, murdering, the anti-American fascists are running rampant. So be aware, be careful, be very careful when you make a decision to use a firearm to defend yourself. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, you may be found to be on the wrong side, even though you're completely right. Well, <clears throat> if you're in a Democrat-run city, you need to think hard. Yeah, and you have uh, to be careful because now, who knows? If it's look, if it's you and the criminal, you do what you got to do to save your life. Well, there's period. the old adage. Period. But uh, I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Carried by six. Like, and I hope uh, Kyle's case turns out that way, where he gets. A jury will look at this and go, there is no way this this could have gone any other way without him being dead. Yeah. 
You know, you know, if they don't, it, tech, really, they ought to get this case thrown out. And I have a feeling this case is never going to make it past. It'll get thrown out because all I hope the so. There's no aside, reason why he should even have yeah, to go through this absolutely at all. Absolutely not. I do believe. And if if uh, his lawyers, which I know he's got a fantastic lawyer, that's oh, Lynn Wood, yeah, yeah Lynn Wood is heading this up. Um, I would uh, once he gets Kyle. Uh, um, secured and his rights upheld, they need to go after this dirtbag who tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Now, in case you don't know, Linwood is the guy who represented Nick Sandman, Nick Sandman yeah. and got a two hundred and fifty million dollar judgment against CNN. And he's not done yet. Yeah, he's, he's going after done. other news yeah. sources also. He's going. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, he'll end up with Kyle in the same situation. He'll yeah. sue the city mm-hmm. for even pressing charges against somebody for a self defense shooting. Well, they absolutely, absolutely need to uh, counter sue because what what those DAs and and the AGs doing in that in in Winosha, Winosha Wisconsin wherever Kenosha 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 yeah. Wisconsin Kenosha Wisconsin um, Wisconsin eh what they're doing violating his rights they need to be sued yes i mean cuz i mean it wasn't like there wasn't enough evidence to show what happened well there's plenty of there's there's hundreds there's, of there's even videos evidence we haven't seen right and i'm sure they've but got that just who, held back yeah and you know who will see it <clears throat> the grand jury the grand jury, the, the attorneys. Yeah. Hopefully it'll come to that. It'll be done with. Oh, it'll get thrown out. I seriously hope I so. And I hope this guy is heralded as the hero he is for standing up for Americans yeah. to to have a right to live in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because now it's coming. It's, it's funny because I saw this article in the New York Times, and they're talking about confrontational Portland protests are divided over whether or not they should kill cops. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I mean, if you're relying on the police for protection, you may be holding your breath for a long time until they actually come to your assistance because they don't want to get tangled up in this. They don't want to be on the wrong end of a a shooting that has any questionable factors to it. These Democrats, Biden included, uh, have been calling for defunding police. And these Democrat-run cities, some of them are actually doing, uh, going forward with defunding the police. But even without these idiot politicians defunding the police, you have got a, a, a record number of police officers who are taking early retirement. Right, getting out of the game. So they're going to defund it for you folks. You people living in these Democrat cities, you're going to get your wish. Yep. Because these cops are not going to stand there and take this abuse. And be prepared to be your own first and, responder. <laughs> you better. And when you have to shoot somebody for breaking into your house... Be aware, the district attorney is probably going to charge you with shooting somebody <laughs> yeah. unless they shoot you first. So if someone even breaks if, in your house and you shoot them, roll them up, put them in the trunk, take them to a Democrat house, and unroll them and leave them on the doorstep. Yeah, I mean, because uh, your rights are, are diminishing fast. They're, they're, they're eroding away so quickly. Before you know it, it's going to be really tough to be able to defend yourself against anybody threatening you or your neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know. And and that's another thing they were talking about in Portland is that a lot of the protesters there are talking about they're going to change their tactics and they're going to go into neighborhoods to protest, residential neighborhoods. Hmm. And they're going to start protesting. Well, when I say protesting, you know, burn, loot, yeah, murder, burn, loot, murder, murder riot, steal. whatever you want to call it. They're going to start doing this kind of protesting in residential neighborhoods. So if you think you're safe because you live in a residential neighborhood, don't believe that because these people are going to go where the opportunity is. Now, I don't know if you've thought about that, but how far can you go to protect your, yourself? There was a black man, business owner, veteran who's been targeted by nightly demonstrations because he had an American flag on his porch. Hmm. So the man was proud of his country, flew an American flag, 
And the protesters were coming to his house, even though he was a black man, a veteran, and a business owner in the neighborhood. They came to protest and demonstrate at his house because he had a flag flying. So, and they were calling him all kinds of names. How dare you fly the American flag? I mean, that's what it's come to. This country, to fly your own country's flag is becoming something that irritates these crazy, ridiculous, burn, loot, murder, anti-American fascist morons. And it's it's going to come down. And they're pushing this to the point where there's going to be no turning back. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm hoping the politicians will see the error of their ways, reverse some of these positions they're taking on defunding police, and have the DAs and and attorney generals go, you know what, we need to prosecute the guys who are causing the problems, not the guys who are defending themselves against it. Yeah. In fact, I think M- Minneapolis has now reversed uh-huh. some of their decisions to defund police because well, the crime rate skyrocketed. So they went forward with defunding <clears throat> the police, and now the city council in Minneapolis are throwing their hands up going, oh, gosh, we made it. Well, I can tell you they're probably not saying they made a mistake, but they're out there going, oh, this defunding the police, oh, not a good idea. So yeah. they're trying to backtrack. Well, they need to. And, uh, at this point, even if they admit they made a mistake and back up whatever they have to do to protect the citizens, I think the citizens will appreciate it. Well, some of them will. A lot of these yeah. uh, a lot of these Democrats called for it, but I'll tell you, they, they pushed a lot of these uh, – I, I'm convinced that Minnesota's in play, and I think Trump might win it, and it's because of this defunding business. Yeah, because the police. Most people, most now, granted, most people don't have an issue with police officers. Right. Now, granted, a lot of people, their interactions with police are not always positive because most people, when they interact with police, I would bet most people are involved in a traffic stop. Right, and it's rarely something where they want to be involved in it. Yep. You know, it's some minor traffic infraction, and that's when they usually have interactions with police. Unfortunately, the politicians have turned the police into revenue collectors. Oh, they've done that, and at the same time, they turn them into the enemy, or they try and turn them into the enemy just based on color. I mean, what is it? Was it the mayor of Portland who was protesting with these idiots? With these idiots, yeah. Yeah. How can you support your own police department when you're protesting against your own police department? Exactly. Just to get public sway? and. And I wonder what percentage of people out there are truly the ones who go out there and burn and loot and murder. Right. What percentage of people, regardless of party, are out there doing it? it I bet it's a, a tiny, small percentage, less than 5%. Oh, and the other 95% of the people going, this is madness. Yeah. Nobody wants this. Your, your average Joe Smo who wants to go to work and come home and – Watch sports or do whatever. Yeah, and take bar. a vacation now and again. Go to a uh, bar, hang they out. Don't want to defund the police, and that's why I'm telling you there, there are states that are in play um, that uh, maybe they would have voted for Democrats, and maybe that's what they've done all their life. But they're they're not going to vote for this defunding the police. I hope so. If you're out there and you're thinking about voting for somebody who supports this kind of stuff, I hope you look hard at your choices and make a decision. Not based on party, not based on, you know, any kind of liberal or conservative allegiance. Make it based on decisions that these people have made when they've shown you what they stand for. If you stand that way, fine. If you don't, vote against them. Right. You want your city back? Vote the, vote the way that will get it, your city back to you. This, honestly, <clears throat> this election is so simple. If, if you believe in, in safety, if you believe in security, and if you just believe in the rule of law, 
you can't vote for today's Democrats. Well, or anybody who believes in defunding the police, regardless of party. If you vote for right. defunding the police, to... you're putting yourself in danger. You're yeah. putting yourself in that situation. And when you complain about it, I will. my ears will be deaf to you because you voted for this. Yeah. You put this in play. You put this. You put these people in power. And then you don't want you don't agree with what they do. Well, think about next time you vote. Don't look at a D or an R. Look at what these people stand for. Look at what they're willing to do. Yeah, <laughs> look what they're willing to do to you. Yeah, because let me tell you, or not there, willing to there, do for you. There's no politician that's going without police. There's no politician that's going without armed guards. There's no politician that is going to be subject to the crime level that you and me will be subject to. Well, that's like in Chicago. The mayor of yeah. Chicago recalled police officers from all the residential neighborhoods the to be in the city except for her neighborhood yep. because she felt like she had a right to safety. Her life is more important than yours because yep. she's a politician. freaking politician. She's supposed to be a representative. Um, wrote, she's yeah. not a ruler. She's a representative. She represents the you people know, who vote for her. A, a true representative... A true representative to government, if, if there was an honest one, <laughs> and there are, but a true representative sees first and foremost that the people that they represent are the securest of the secure. Right, exactly. About their own butts. Protect your, your, protect your constituency first. If they're safe, then they're going to feel like you're doing a good job. But when you throw them to the wolves... Yeah, because you want power. And you have to defend yourself. If that's the way you want things, that's fine. If you want to see chaos, if you want to see anarchy, if you think that's the way your children should be raised, that's what you want in your neighborhoods, by all means, vote for the people who bring this with them. If you don't want that, then vote against it. Right. Even if you've been a lifelong supporter of one party or another, look at who's supporting you. I mean, it comes down to uh, you, you vote for policy. Stop voting for letters of the alphabet. Um, and trust me, your life will get much better. Yeah, because in Portland, it's just, I mean, they're going in, they're going to, they're going to neighborhoods now. I've seen protesters go to restaurants, like uh, sidewalk restaurants, and start threatening people, saying, put your fist up in solidarity, or else, or else, it's like, or else what? They haven't done anything yet, but they scream at them, they yell at them with bullhorns. They, get this, they, the mob descended on a business. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the city. But they descended on a business because the man was there protecting it. And they started. They got in his face. And uh, tell, and they tried to force him to put his fist in the air. And he wouldn't do it. And he said, look, all lives matter. And they just got pissed and yep. screaming at him, calling him every racist and everything. This guy was from Jordan, a Middle Eastern country. This guy yep. was Muslim. And, and he, and they, but that is, again, the Democrat Party could care less what your history, even if you've been a lifelong Democrat, if you don't toe today's line, they will descend on you with the same rigor that they'll descend on yeah. a perceived report. So if you have a Black Lives Matter sign in your yard, don't think that's going to protect you. <laughs> they're coming to you first because they know you're weak. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's not going to protect you. These people will not stand for for anybody who's dissenting with them. You have to follow them along or you're going to be a subject of you know, possible persecution, which is crazy. Look, look where the cancel culture <clears throat> from comes from. Cancer culture is not coming from freedom loving Americans. It's coming from <laughs> the left. Yeah, uh, people know, who don't want this stuff to happen. They don't want descending opin- uh, other opinions or, or, or disagreements. But in all this, d- in all this darkness, I'm going to shine a ray of light into the darkness that is Ooh. going on right now. 
You got a, You brought a flashlight with you? No. <laughs> I have. I have. I have a court decision. Woo-hoo. Two of them, actually. Now, we, I don't know if you've been listening, but we've been following this case for a while. In California, of all places, Judge Benitez, Roger Benitez, good strong name. Good strong name. Good strong name. He followed, he ruled on a case that California could not restrict the magazine capacity of weapons based on safety or anything like that, that there was no... There was no information that showed that this had anything to do with stopping crime. So he reversed their restrictions on <clears throat> magazine capacity. So, of course, immediately the attorney general filed an appeal. However, there was one week, Freedom Week in California, where the magazine ban was non-existent. So people could order magazines and approximately 1.4 million magazines rolled into the state of standard ca- standard capacity which were formerly called high capacity, but they're standard capacity. So now the attorney general put a stay on that and filed for an appeal with the circuit, the Ninth Circuit Court. Ninth Circus. And they had an appeal go with, I believe it was, this is actually spoke to Mark the Shark today about this. So he gave me the rundown. They do what's called, a, I guess, a partial appeal. The three members of the court look at the case, decide its merits or non-merits, decide who's right, who's wrong, and they ruled in favor of Benitez and sent it back down again. <clears throat> then it was a matter of 30 days. It was going to become law, and the magazines would flow once again. Right. However, now the attorney general has filed a petition for a review of the appeals court's ruling. Hmm. Now, this is called en banc review which means they want the entire court to review this. So at this point, either the entire court will review it and make a decision, or they will send it back down and say, nope, there's no need to review it. We've already decided, and we're going to let this stand. Now, I don't know what the percentage of cases get in bunk overturned or anything like that, but I would think two courts have already agreed with this decision, so I hope... That the court will look at this appeal and go, nope, there's no reason to appeal this. You're done. Or they'll review it and go, nope, we're standing with the original decision. It's going to depend on the actual judges. You know, this is the same thing that happened in the Flynn case. Oh, is it? Okay. And uh, so now it's going before the full. Yeah, but now apparently California stands on the brink of eliminating their magazine ban, their standard capacity magazine ban, which I'm sure it will throw the anti-gun nuts into a Izzy on the left coast. The left coast is going to go berserk. They're going to. But now, unfortunately, though, this decision, even if it is upstanding, does not apply nationwide to other states. Each state will have to have somebody in that state bring forth a case Mm -hmm. to try and sue to eliminate the restrictions on the magazines. And depending on what circuit court is there, they could rule with them or against them, regardless of precedent set. Right, but at least there is some precedent being set, and uh, and there are judges being named on a daily basis by. Uh, and I think they should probably start in places where they know the circuit court. I say, in fact, I don't even know if there's other states that have magazine bans that are within the reach of the Ninth Circuit Court. Yeah, there probably know. are. I'd have to look yeah, that up. Yeah. And if there are, then I would assume that precedent would already be set for anybody within that circuit court's mm-hmm. ruling. So he yeah. could eliminate this the magazine bans on a lot of states. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Now, for those of you who don't live in a magazine-restricted state, you're going, what the hell? What do you mean, restricted yeah, magazine? Yeah, what, yeah. what can I buy? As you're sitting there loading your 60-round AK mag up going, well, what does restricted what mean? Is restricted? Hey, look, if you're in a nice uh, red 
conservative uh, constitutional state, you don't have these problems. Well, let me tell you something. The whole magazine ban started in 1994, was written, proposed, and pushed through by, oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, that's right, Mm. Joe Biden. (laughs) Let's see. And uh, (laughs) it was the same guy that had, uh, you know, that kind of wrote and had a say in uh, the uh, crime bill of 95. 94, yep. Uh, That's exactly what we're talking about. The crime bill. In 94. The crime bill in 94 restricted magazines. Joe Biden. This was Joe Biden. So if you believe in your gun rights, Joe Biden has already said he's going to come back strong. He's going to implement the... uh, the quote-unquote assault weapons ban again. He's going to limit magazines. He's going to limit the types of weapons you're allowed to have. So if you have any desire to ever own weapons of any particular type or style, know that Joe Biden is going to try and take that away from you. Kamala Harris said within the first 60 days of her becoming president, she would take executive action to eliminate weapons she did not feel were appropriate for people to own. Kamala Harris, you're being told now, now she is the smartest woman in politics. This so-called smart woman is trying to convince you that her executive order can trump the United States Constitution. Yeah, which I'd like to, you know, obviously that should not ever happen. However, you can't executive order away the Second Amendment. (sighs) But you know what? There's so many restrictions on it now. You kind of wonder how far can they push this? Well, they can push and they always will. But um, she basically outright said that she, through executive order, would take care of guns, and you can't do that. But uh, well, you would think not. But yet, the way th- the way things are going, I just I she wonder if they would push try. it through somehow. If Nancy Pelosi gets a majority in the House, Ugh. and the Democrats or the anti-gunners grab a majority in the Senate, there's no telling what they will try and pass, whether it's legal or well, not. Look, I can tell you, it's it's over. If if the Democrats ever got their justices on the bench. And they got the Senate and the presidency and the House. Then, yeah, forget about it. Yeah, the Second Amendment will no longer exist. And most of the First Amendment will no longer exist. The Second Amendment will go first and the First Amendment will follow. That's right, because everyone knows the Second Amendment has the back of the First Amendment. Without the Second, you won't have the First. And that's not not hyperbole. Uh, I mean, that's... That's not fear-mongering. No, that's the truth. It is the absolute truth. We've already seen bits of it happen. Yeah, absolutely. In 94, when they passed the quote-unquote crime bill, Mm -hmm. they took away your rights to own certain weapons based on what they thought was improper for somebody to own. When they weren't putting black people in jail under this Biden crime bill, they were going after guns. That's right. So if you believe in your Second Amendment rights, there's only one way to vote. And, And I know Trump's not perfect. Everyone's going to go, bump stocks, bump stocks, bump stocks. <laughs> well, yes, he did push for the banning of bump stocks, which, <sighs> you know, I feel like he made a mistake there. Oh, of course. But you can all, you can call that throwing a bone to the left, which right, right but, or wrong. But you know what? In compromise, we should have got something in return. Of course we should have. We should have said, okay, we're going to ban bump stocks, but we're going to have national reciprocity on exactly, weapons permits. Exactly, which is what we were, you and I were calling for. Yeah, or we're going to... Um, we're going to push for the National Hearing Protection Act, mm-hmm. which would have taken silencers off the 1934 gun restrictions yeah. and allowed them to be purchased as regular weapons at any store without a special stamp or without a special tax. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you tax something, that's infringing on somebody's right to own it. Absolutely. So when it says shall not be infringed, <laughs> hmm, there we go again. There we go again. You but anyway. The actual text of the Constitution. So California may be opening up to a variety of new magazines available. Let's hope that happens. Let's hope it happens. They're going to need them. 
Yeah, especially the way the police are being defunded. Yep. You're going to need, and of course, all you guys out there looking for ammunition, I'm so sorry. It's just, it's, yeah. it's almost impossible yeah. to hey, find. I just, I just drove this weekend uh, from Atlanta to all the way up to the tip of Ohio, practically in Michigan, and then back down through Tennessee and back here, and uh, and I stopped and looked for ammo, and nope, <laughs> I mean you just it's just not out there. No, uh, they it's just not. Can't, they can't keep up with production, and right? I, and I also found out, Roger, that freaking Walmart is no longer going to carry nine millimeter. Nope, no handgun, handgun ammo. Handgun ammo. Nope, no handgun ammo, no anything they consider so, assault rifle ammo. Yeah, exactly. So, and they were one of the biggest stores to be able to have that. Now, some of the big box stores still honor pricing or keep it consistent because they have contracts when they can get for it. a year at a time. Yeah. So they have to be supplied so much ammo every month based on these contracts in order for them to continue mm-hmm. contracts with these companies. And right. most of these countries companies know that they have to supply the big box stores, they have to fulfill these contracts, or they will not get a renewal contract, right. or they'll be in violation of contract. Right. So some of the big box wow. stores still have it, and there are other places that have it, but it's not cheap. Look, if you're a sports store, <clears throat> go take advantage, because Walmart just took themselves out of the business. Right. They took themselves out of the game. Now, they still carry yeah. twenty two and some shotgun ammo mm-hmm. and some hunting rifle ammo, anything right. they consider hunting rifle But you're rifle not going to find handgun. You're not going to find two two three either. Yeah, no AK ammo, no AR ammo, yeah. no handgun yeah. ammo, they, which is disappointing. They probably well, maybe they'll have 308. That's considered Yeah, that's considered hunting, hunting ammo. Hunting It'll ammo. be soft-pointed yeah. ammo for hunting. You know, it's yeah. not going to be just practice ammo. Yeah. But, you know, and until – and the after the election, I hope if things go the way of the, way of the Second Amendment, ammo sales are going to slow down a little bit. Supply chains are going to yeah. fill back They'll up. They'll catch back up. But don't expect it to happen immediately. It's no. going to be months before they fill it's, back it's, up those pipelines. It's going to take a while for them to catch up, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Because it was there, but it's going to, it's taken a while for it. It's been depleted. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Once they get caught up, you're going to see your $9, $8 boxes of ammo come back. It may just be six or eight time, months down the line. but Just in time for Christmas season in 2021, Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see that great ammo price. Because I was telling people earlier this year... It is the best time ever to buy weapons. They were the cheapest yep. possible. Ammo was as cheap as possible. Oh, and I told man. everybody. You I built, told you. You could have built an AR-15 for under 500 bucks. Oh, yeah, under 400 bucks. Yeah, yeah. They were there. They were out there. They could be had now. But not now. <laughs> now. I mean, everyone's going, is this a good deal? It's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, depends on what you mean by good deal. For now, this could be a good it deal. It might be a good deal <clears throat> for you and your timeline, but it ain't a good deal in respect to Yeah, a $30 yeah. box of 9mm ammo is a good deal now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, six months ago, $8. it was not. It would have been ridiculous, and people were going, are you crazy? But now, things are different. Like yeah. a guy was pointing today, he bought a 200-round box of 5.56 ammo for about $190, Oof. which normally is what you would have paid for a case for of steel case. case ammo. Man. You know, or, or mm. $100 more, two, 285 bucks would have got you a complete 1,000-round case mm. instead of 200 instead rounds. Instead of 200 rounds. You got five Man. times more ammo for the same money six short hey. months ago. Hey, you know, you got to love supply and demand. I mean, you and, know, <laughs> yeah, it and works. This, and, this, and, and this demand is being driven by violent protesters, violent protesters. burn, loot, murder crowd, anti-American mm-hmm. fascists. They're driving <laughs> the, this. The very, the very crowd, the Biden voter who wants to do away with guns is driving the – Yeah, they're the, driving the, the gun the sales. The price, the sellouts, the record gun sales. They're driving yep. this. All right, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. We're going to take a quick break. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Get your pen and paper ready. 
if there is a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy around town movers the docs for patient care foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor patient relationship get a pen and paper write down docs for patient care foundation.org that's d-o-c-s the number four patientcarefoundation.org Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army with training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering. An Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Thanks for listening. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded with my special guest, Victor Armanderes from On Point with Victor. Right here. Now, if you haven't caught Victor's show, he's on just the hour before me, so you need to listen. He covers all the politics, only politics. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't have the gun twist on it, but, I you don't know. Do. Well, I'll mention guns, but not, not, not in the Roger B. way. Yeah. Uh, I always now, do it. I just got way. this note, and I'm going to read this real quick. Joe Biden is like a mechanic who's worked on your car for 47 years, and now he tells you he needs just four more years to really fix it. <laughs> That's, that really is a simplistic but great way to put it. Now, we're, we're so, I mean, it really is. Now, any guesses? Okay, this is going to be interesting. Guesses, what was the longest filibuster in U.S. history? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. 1964, 75 days. It was the Democrats trying to stop the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> this is the kind of information that people need to know, but this they is never the, learn it in school. That's right. Don't think you're going to – I mean, these are the – it's funny because what people say – 1964. Gee, and who was in uh, elected office then? I don't know. Joe Biden. Kennedy? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. According to Joe Biden, <clears throat> he has been in the Senate for 180 years. No, he wasn't in politics till 47 years ago. He's, that was longer than that, wasn't it? He said it the other day. Oh, did he These messed up on his years. words, not mine. <laughs> yeah, because he's running for the Senate again, isn't he? That's what he said at one point. <laughs> he actually came out and read a teleprompter, and he said, I've been in the Senate for 180 years. I mean, wow. you just can't make this stuff up. He's I, older than we thought he was. Yeah, very much older than we I thought I think he, he served his dude. The guy has to be an alien. Now we're getting this. Now we had our light, our brief light into the darkness with California's law possibly being repealed. Now we're going to go back into the darkness. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Remington Arms Company. Woo-hoo. They've been in business over 200 years. They declared bankruptcy last month. However, they're not going to be gone, apparently. They're accepting bids from other companies to take over their different, um, I guess, divisions or names or whatever they, uh, pr- products and, and brands that they owned. Hmm. 
But apparently, the oldest gunmaker has reportedly furloughed more than 600 employees in their New York plant. And it comes in anticipation of the of the bankruptcy hearing and everything. And there's guys who are out there. Hard to believe. 21-year employee sitting on a stone wall outside the plants. You know, he's he said it's been a roller coaster of furloughs, shutdowns, uncertainties over the past several years. And said it's never been like this before. And this is during a time when gun sales have skyrocketed and maintained the highest levels they've ever been. Well, my question is, what is Remington doing in New York? Well, they started there 200 years ago. Sometimes the familiarity just is hard to get rid of. Well, sometimes you need to be smart. But now we're going to see. Okay. Now, Remington, the Remington name is under a big umbrella from some national sports something or other shooting. I can't remember the name. I should have looked that up. But anyway... They're going to split up their company based on bids to buy certain brand names. Um, certain divisions are going to certain are being bid. Now, all this is subject to a bankruptcy court's final decision. But I'm give you, going to give you the rundown real quick. Vista Outdoors is a successful bidder to buy their ammunition business. Cool. So they're going to buy their ammunition business. And be you know under the Remington ammunition name, they're going to take care of that. Where's the other one? Okay, I have to try and find these because there's all okay. Then the Round Hill Group LLC is the successful bidder for respect to non-Marlin firearms business. Anything that's not a Marlin, Marlin was under this umbrella. However, uh, here it is. Sturm Ruger is making a bid to take over Marlin Firearms. Yeah. So they've got the lever actions, the bolt action 22s, the semi-auto 22s. They're going to take over all that. I thought and, you were transitioning to a deep sea fishing story. Uh, no. Was I? Marlin. Oh, Marlin. Ah, uh, Marlin swordfish. Yeah. No. <laughs> but Roundhill Group. Now, if that's what I think it is, they're going to take over... Uh, Century Arms, Huntsman Holdings, and any non-Marlin firearm business. So hopefully the bolt-action rifle that Remington has become famous for will still be in production if they can keep this up. And and Ruger is going to buy the Marlin name, which I thought was kind of odd, because they have no lever-action weapons. So maybe that's what they're going for there. Yeah, maybe. And How much you want to bet they <clears throat> buy these and move them out of New York? Oh, I'm sure they would. You I know, hope they, they have offer their capability. jobs to the people who have been there for years. Yeah, if they want to move with them. Yeah. that Because these guys know what they're doing. I yeah, mean, exactly. They, they're, they, workers, I don't good, see them not being proud of their positions. Oh, good loyal workers, and I'm sure that they will be offered positions, and hopefully that will be their opportunity to leave New York. And Sierra Bullets LLC has been the bidder for Barnes Ammunition and Barnes Acquisitions for that, which is they, they own Barnes Bullets, which is, uh, you know, that's one of their brand names that was under this umbrella. Let's see who else we have. Okay. JJE Capital Holdings was successful bidder with respect to DPMS, Harrington & Richardson, Storm Lake, and AAC and Parker Brands. These are some of the other brand names of weapons that were under this Remington umbrella. Harrington Richardson, been in business well over 100 years. DPMS, if you're familiar with them, they made Mm -hmm. military-style assault weapons. I have an AR-15 from them. And Parker is one of the oldest brands of shotguns that's produced in the United States, and they have rights to them. Now, Franklin Armory Holdings was a successful bidder for the Bushmaster brand name. Now, if you don't know who Franklin Armory is, they're the guys who invented... The binary trigger system, which in case you're not familiar with the binary trigger means you you have three settings on the gun. One safe, no pew, put it on fire, pew, 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 pew put it pew, on the pew, third pew, pew, pew. setting, 
mm-hmm. and it, it, it fires on the pull and on and the on release, release every shot. So it basically doubles your firing capacity. Better than a bump stock. Oh, yeah, because you can have accurate fire and just yeah. double your firing rate as fast as your f- trigger finger works. Mm-hmm. Some guys, like, uh, you know, the super fast shooters, they'll find this very effective. And if you're a slower shooter, you can still increase your rate by twice and still maintain target, not have to worry about a stock, something bouncing around on a rubber band trying to work. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I want to throw in something here right quick. Uh, Toss it in the ring. Buyer beware. Now, when I say that... You know, there, there's, I, I can't, I've been sitting here trying to think of the name of the uh, products that are sold on TV continually using somebody's old name and says, oh, and it's name you can trust for Twinkies. Well, not only Twinkies, <laughs> but uh, another, they, right. um, well, they sell flashlights the name and you everything know. else, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the name you know, the name yeah. you can trust. Yeah, they do a lot. And so, you know good and well at some point. People are going to start saying, well, Remington, you know, 200 years old, and yada, da, 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 da. And we don't know what's going to be coming out. Yeah, now, anything that Ruger purchases, I'm sure they're going to build a high-quality product. They are an American gun company and have been since the 40s. So I'm sure they're going to do a good job. Some of these other companies... You know, I don't know how involved they are in the outdoor business or the gun business, and I don't know what their ethics are as far as producing weapons, if they're going to try and improve everything, because Remington's had quality issues for years. They've been plagued with it over the last probably 10 to 15 years. They've had recalls and and quality issues where they're trying to save money on producing these weapons, and it's, it's ended up biting them in the butt. So hopefully these companies will come in Make them the very best products they can, and make them better than they were before. Better, yeah. You know, it sounds like sounds like Remington might have been suffering from bad management and bad decisions. Oh my God! How how else could you fail (laughs) in an atmosphere where guns are being sold at millions a month? Exactly. Which leads me back to manufacturing in the highest tax state in the union. Yeah, that probably didn't help much. (laughs) That couldn't have helped. That's got to be bad. Were they owned by Arthur Black? (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh, you mean they can blow a lead at any at any point? You can blow. <laughs> Even I know, Roger. People are probably very impressed that you and I know. I knew anything about football. what he was referencing because the Falcons, yes, yet again, blew another lead. Blew? They blow? Oh, they blow <laughs> every. Good at blowing. <laughs> And we should just stop right there. Okay. And Sportsman's <laughs> Warehouse is going to be the successful bidder to the Tapco brand, which in case you don't know, Tapco makes accessories for ARs, AKs, and a variety of other weapons that are considered reasonable quality at a good price. So there you go. That's how Remington is going to be split up if the bankruptcy court agrees. I think it's going to be – actually, I think it's today they're supposed to settle. The court hearing is today to decide whether these go or not. I don't see why they wouldn't. Trump's going to announce it. (laughs) Now, that would be awesome during the debate. (laughs) Not only only were you creating manufacturing, we just took one manufacturing and turned it into ten. That now, would be awesome. Now, this I missed. Okay, the Vista Outdoors was a successful bidder for the ammunition. However, they have a backup bid from Sig Sawyer. Hey. So if this bid does, the first bid from Vista Outdoors is going to go through, Sig Sawyer is going to buy Remington's well, that goes ammunition false. business. Sig is going to be in the, oh. So that will be interesting. Now yeah, that I see. get, just like Ruger, now, I w- yeah. Sig's not going to let anything go quite yeah, back. I don't think they will. Vista They'll Outdoors is a huge that. company, and I think they've been very successful with yeah, everything they've touched. Yeah, Vista Outdoors has been around but, for a while. But I just wonder, in the Roundhill Group, I have not done any research as to them, as to what they own. Not familiar. And if they take over the Remington brand, I'm, I'm curious to see 
what they do with that because that's a lot of potential there. And what will be left under the Remington brand? I the, uh, thought of it. Uh oh. We, we Hell have a Oh. You see it on TV. Yeah. Oh, your name, you trust yep. it. Yeah, they sell they sunglasses make, now. They don't, don't they? make a damn thing anymore. <laughs> They're out of. They've been long gone. They sold their. Uh, it's like the their uh, brand. Uh, it's and like they, the Stratton it, Motor. Do they still make? Do, who? Are they Stratton? Is it the Biggs and Biggs and no. Briggs and Stratton? Briggs and Stratton. Briggs and Stratton. Yeah. Do they still Briggs actually or did they sell? Yeah, no, they're still they're still there. Okay. Yeah, they're still making those lawnmower engines, blower engines, all that Excellent. little stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay, just checking. But yeah. But this is where, so this is the, the future of Remington. Hopefully, the na- these companies will do a better job than Remington did, build better products, and be able to keep Remington alive for another yeah, 200, for years another 200 years with better products than ever before. I'd love yeah. to see that. Because I it's, don't think you'll be around for that. <laughs> no, but I'm well, just hoping. Biden's made it 180 years. I mean, who knows? We yeah. might get what he's getting. And you think Mr. B is going to make it another 100 years? I don't I don't think, think he's so. going to make it another three weeks. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, he man. needs to just go off into the pasture, retire, have a good time, needs, play with the hair on his legs. He needs to retire with corn pop. Yeah, that's right. I mean, go find corn pop. They were friends apparently before. A little dignity, uh, Joe. I, I, yeah. I, I know you're yeah. sick, and I know you can't help it. Yeah. Just go out with this. Let Kamala take over if you have to. <laughs> she already is. If you listen to Kamala, it's the it's the Harris administration with Joe Biden. Let her get ahead of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Let her go down Let in history as the leader of this. Yeah. <laughs> Biden should ask, am I going to get my <clears throat> bathroom in the White House? <laughs> I, You know, I would love for him to have one of his really just dumb uh, as sad as it would be it would be so entertaining I, I know I you know what it would be sad and I don't want I, I, yeah, I don't wish for that but it would be funny oh my god yes all get out to watch yep. him just come out and just go what am I doing here what, what was it what was I talking about what, what was you know you, you know the thing I you know what oh I got to say this before we end this is my this is my wish for tonight <laughs> I want Trump to turn to Biden at some point when Biden gets frustrated I want Trump to turn to him and go and go well Joe how are we going to beat this Biden guy how are we going to defeat Biden and I bet Biden would go well, I'm going to beat Biden <laughs> I bet because no, that Trump, would be Trump great just in the Senate race. <laughs> In the Senate race, oh, that Trump would just be needs tough. to turn to him and go, "Come on, man!" Uh, yes, <laughs> he needs to turn and go, "Come on, man! How are we going to beat Biden?" And I and Joe would, well, "I'm going to beat Joe Biden." Let me tell you how. Oh it God, would be great. It would be. It'd be. Oh, I mean, this 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 debate. I think it's going to be. It should be. Should have been a pay per view event. It should have been pay per view. I would have paid to watch it in millions. Oh my God! I I, I think. I'll just make the prediction. It's probably going to be the most watched debate, if not TV show ever. ever. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because, hey, I thought he what? wasn't going to make it to any of these debates. I really, I, thought I he still wasn't think make he it. may back out tonight. Remember what happened in 2016 when they when when Trump showed up and debated Hillary. Uh, the line that that everyone remembers, nothing is remembered from that debate except for Hillary saying, "Well." making some law and order comment and then Donald Trump without missing a beat looked and said because you'd be in jail <laughs> drop the mic that was it that that debate was over yeah so uh, i mean let we yeah, had bring it on joe yeah, make sure yeah well Come you know on. there was also the thing with Oh, there we go. We can't, no more today. No more today. <laughs> okay, everybody. Stock up on your guns and ammo, whatever you can find. Get what you can. Defend yourself. Take care of yourself. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.